spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, I welcome you back to the Inez Says podcast. Scott Inez with you today. Thanks so much for joining me on the pod. You can find the pod everywhere. You get podcasts, including Spotify, the WDBO app, WDBO.com. You can also find me on the radio every weekday with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Outside of O-Town, just tune me in there in the WDBO app. Always great to catch up with WDBO talker Brian Kilmeade here on the Inez Says podcast. On the agenda today is the Senate testimony involving the two generals and the Secretary of Defense on the debacle known as the Afghanistan withdrawal. The Director of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, being stunned at how many of those Haitian people crossing our border had COVID-19 and the schedule this guy keeps. I mean, Brian Kilmeade is a dude who has never-ending energy. He's constantly on the air, whether it's his radio show, 9 to noon on WDBO, Fox and Friends in the morning, or the fact that he's hosting Fox News primetime this week at 7 p.m. Here's that chat now. What's your secret, man? Is it coffee? Is it five-hour energy? Like, what keeps you going all the time, brother? Well, nothing yet. I mean, I'll, I'll maybe have a five-hour energy a little bit later. But, um, you know, I, that, this place is like a little like a big gym. Like, you come to work. These are the things you need you to do. And then they say, hey, can you do this this week? And you and it's our jobs are great. Yeah. So the only thing you're sacrificing is personal time. So if you organize it right, it's it's okay. And, you know, it's not like we do news in the morning. We've got to do sports and we've got to get up to date. We just keep expanding, watching the news a day like yesterday with the hearings and the hard-flowing news and being able to do some instant analysis and pull back sound bites and, and see the contradiction between the president and his own generals. And no one knows how many people we left in another country and uh, um, a confirmation that al-Qaeda is more of a threat between 12 and 36 months. Um, you know, to have to, to be able to do that uh, throughout the day, comment, and then do the 7 o'clock show is fun. You mentioned yesterday, and one of the problems that we here on Main Street USA have with Washington is there there's never accountability. Like you have Millie yesterday saying some things during the hearing about, you know, uh, uh, he and others recommending to President Biden to keep a, a limited force there in Afghanistan. The president said he didn't get that advice, blah, blah, blah. Like we never get any accountability. We never get any answer. It goes absolutely nowhere. That's one of the reasons why we're so sour on Main Street today. Yeah, you know, you, you did see Democrats like Blumenthal, for example, says, do you have do you ever think about having a czar just in charge of getting people out of Afghanistan? It's like, well, the State Department really does that. Well, the State Department does last week, it's really up the Defense Department. And then right. we see the story about getting our people out, that we have private uh, businesses doing it. We get people, including children, in the air yesterday. 
and they had nowhere to land. I don't know where this plane landed. So we have private groups getting people out of Afghanistan, many Americans, and we, don't, we can't get the Defense Department to tell us why they're not allowed to land. Now, there might be a terrorist park at the other end of the airport. Find a way to approach the plane. Check it out. But I don't know if you saw in the video from Kabul. I don't really think that was JFK in terms of, or your airport, the biggest in uh, I've ever seen, yeah. and, and also all the, all the uh, security measures you guys have. I get it. But now you can't even let, now they're not even letting private groups get Americans out. I have no idea. And then you watch Jen Psaki, who was getting questions yesterday from non-Fox reporters saying, can you please name a general that recommended the president do what he did in Afghanistan? Well, there's a lot of them. The next question, ABC, can you name some? Can you name a general? Well, it's not up to them. You know, these keep their uh, ideas private. No, they didn't. We had, we had McKenzie and Millie and Austin pretty much say we wanted to keep people there, so name a general that wanted him to leave. It is called General Biden. His instincts are terrible. He never learns. He never stops talking. And he embarrassed us in front of the world. And now we have people, we have a, a bolstered al-Qaeda, a bolstered Taliban. They look, like, they look like giant slayers, and they didn't. And you talk to these men and women that fight, they kick their ass every day. Mm-hmm. And now they look like losers, and now you wonder why they come back at home and they're having trouble adjusting. Yeah, and you mentioned Ten Saki trying to convince people the president you know, d- did not accept that advice or did not get that advice from his military leaders. And again, th- this is why people really on both sides of the aisle, get fed up with Washington because there's, it's all spin, Brian. Like, n- nothing will happen. They'll move on to something else at the White House today. Some other narrative will be spun today, and, and it'll all just go away. I hear you, and there's definitely a major story percolating, and that is the bipartisan and the nonpartisan, uh, nonpartisan, I shouldn't say that, the $3.5 trillion bill that's mm. going to be negotiated down. Bernie Sanders says, I'm not signing the bipartisan bill unless this is done, and uh, Manchin Cinema says I'm not really interested in the 3.5 trillion, and I've only mentioned Democrats. So the Democrats are tearing each other's eyes out in, for this. So this will be a bigger story. But today, in front of the House uh, Armed Services Committee, I hope they watched because we didn't get anything about the Ghani letter or the Ghani phone call. When when we know that President of the United States told them, you know, even if things aren't great, can you tell everybody they're great? Yeah. And when he asked Millie for air cover, Millie says, "Yeah, I'll look into it." Never got back to him. But he was shocked that Kabul fell. And then you have the Long War Journal guy, Thomas Jocelyn, said, really? This wasn't 11 days. This was a year. And this was beginning, they were beginning to close in. They could have pushed them back easily, but we watched this happening. So when they told us, when, when Joe Biden told us on July 8th, there's not going to be a Saigon moment, our answer is it was worse. And basically he knew the answer when he came up. And he was taking those questions. You know, Donald Trump has January 6th. He's got to deal with that. But I believe Joe Biden's got July 8th. He's got to deal with that. And, and speaking of being shocked and, and accountability, you have the director of Homeland Security, your buddy Alejandro Mayorkas, after he made the rounds of the talk shows on Sunday, saying that the surge of COVID-19, the Delta variant at the border, took him by surprise? Unbelievable. I mean, it, I, I can't figure it out because Tom Holman told me personally that he was a deputy Homeland Security director. He knows this stuff. He knows what didn't work. He, this is all a game to him. 
So, yeah, Barack Obama said, you know, we're not a nation state. Yesterday he said, without borders. We need to enforce our borders. Do you know the White House took that out of the story? ABC took it out of the story, and the White House didn't even have it up there. We had to go dig it out of the transcript. So I'll, I'll play it. We found this soundbite, and I'll play it today. Mm-hmm. But they don't want that in the narrative that our country needs borders. And if a Democrat says it, we cut out his soundbite, even if it's Barack Obama. I mean, they say, well, every time they go to and listen for this, their go-to is, I've been trying to get Republicans to do uh, immigration reform. Nothing to do with that. Immigration reform starts but doesn't end with border control. He has no border control. He made everything worse and then says, hey, let's talk about legalizing the illegals here, which would just make the border worse because it look like America is letting everyone become citizens. Mm. So uh, look out for that talking point. Please don't fall for it. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to our audience. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for the chat here on the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. That's going to wrap it up for today. You can join me on the radio each and every morning on Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in O-Town. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.